This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. So we're on the element of self. And when you think of self, you should think of you. It's about you. It's it's you. It's what you like, what you don't like, who you are, where you've come from, who you love, who you like, who you don't like, things that you love, things that you don't like. I mean, it is everything that defines you. And all of that contributes to your your concept of self, your sense of self, your understanding of who you are. And that is so important to know. I mean, we have to know who we are. And there's little things along the way that help us to solidify our sense of self and our concept of self. It's those personal experiences that we go through. It's those growing pains that are a bit uncomfortable. It's those teaching moments where sometimes we have to fall and then we get up. And you know, all of those moments and experiences all make such a huge difference in our personal and professional growth. And all of that cultivates and shapes our sense of self. One element of self that I find to be so important, especially when I was doing therapy with so many different populations, it was the concept of boundaries. Boundaries can be so difficult to do. Um, And a lot of the times, the clients that I worked with were in need of setting clear, cut, specific, direct boundaries. And so when you think of boundaries, what do you think of? I mean, you think of limitations. Maybe you think of a line, a a line you don't want to cross. And you would be correct. All of those, it's kind of like setting a perimeter. In a relationship boundary, an emotional boundary, it's where you show where one thing ends and another begins. According to loveisrespect.org, boundaries show where one thing ends and another begins. Boundaries in a relationship are kind of like this. They help each person figure out where one person ends and the other begins. In short, boundaries help you define what you are comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. And that's the most important thing is that last line right there. They help you define what you're comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. So if you look up boundaries, you'll see there are six, seven, you know, types of boundaries. I'm going to go with the six types of boundaries where you have physical, emotional, time, sexual, intellectual, and material. Today we're going to talk about emotional because emotional boundaries are those that really involve relationships and I find those to be more difficult to to manage and to implement more so than like a material boundary. Like a material boundary is you protecting your possessions, simply saying, no, you can't use my car because you're not insured or if you don't have gas money for it, then you can't use it. I mean, sometimes setting those types of boundaries with our own possessions, our own materials can be difficult. 
especially when someone depends on us to get them from point A to point B, or, you know, maybe they have a job interview or something really, really important. Um, So setting boundaries sometimes even with materials and possessions can be difficult, but emotional boundaries are even more different because, you know, you're really defining what you're not comfortable with and you're setting a clear boundary, a limitation, a perimeter on no. You're telling that other person, this is how I would like to be treated and so I have to tell you how I feel. And one of the things about emotional boundaries is really owning your feelings. What I find to be really important with boundaries is that it's owning your feelings because when you own your feelings, you're really putting yourself first. You're respecting yourself. You're respecting who you are. You're respecting what you want. And it's okay because it's you. It's your sense of self. It protects us when we're able to say, this is what I want. This is how I feel. Um, And it holds us accountable on what we want and how we feel. Because again, it's about us respecting our sense of self, granting ourselves permission to feel the way that we feel. And so we should not feel ashamed in saying no and owning our feelings. We should not be ashamed of explaining how we feel and owning our feelings. Again, we should not be afraid in saying this is what I need for me because I'm owning my feelings. This is how I feel. It's about us owning our feelings and being okay with how we feel. We really can't think about the other person when we're setting boundaries because a lot of the times the other person is going to be upset. I mean, when you're talking about emotional boundaries, it really is all about respecting and honoring your feelings, your vibe, your energy. I mean, when you're setting emotional boundaries, you're recognizing that this is how I feel. I want to be comfortable in my decision moving forward. I want to be comfortable in my decision right here and right now. That's why we have to set boundaries because it makes us uncomfortable. And when my spirit tends to kind of shake, I get that feeling like this isn't right. You need to not do this or this isn't right. You don't feel right. You need to say this. That is when I agree with myself, kind of like my sense of self is someone other than myself. Like it's a totally different person. You know, I'm thinking with my brain and not my heart. It's kind of like sometimes they don't agree, but you know that you need to do the right thing. And and in the end, you know, it's the right thing to do. But sometimes it's just hard because sometimes your brain and your heart kind of don't agree. It's kind of like that um, with my sense of self. And sometimes we end up thinking, contemplating, and pondering longer than we should because of that, you know, that conflict within our, our ego, our sense of self, and what we think we should do. 
but in the end, it's really knowing and having respect for your emotional boundaries. So owning your feelings, also voicing your feelings. They're not designed to stay in our minds. They're designed for us to verbalize, to express, to interpret, to deliver, to exchange information from our our mindset, from our hearts, from our mouths, and to say, this is how I feel. Have courage in saying how you feel. Voice your feelings to the other person or people or group about how you feel. It can be really intimidating when you voice your feelings. That's why a lot of people tend to evade, avoid, um, become resistant or hesitant in verbalizing how they feel, speaking up about how they feel. All of that comes from the same root. Fear of judgment, fear of criticism, insecurity. But when you're voicing your feelings, you're owning it. And you can't own your feelings without voicing them. I mean, you can't be the only one that hears your feelings. You have to verbalize how you feel. That is the only way to set a boundary. You can verbalize it. You can write about it. You could type it up. You can text it. Whatever you need to do, you need to verbalize how you feel because you will not be able to set a boundary without verbalizing your feelings. I know it may be hard, but like I said, you have options. Sometimes, you know, it's easier for some of us to verbalize how we feel. And, you know, that's fine. You have to do what makes you comfortable. Like I said before, it's about your comfortability. It's about you feeling comfortable and being comfortable with how you feel. That's why we set boundaries is because it brings comfort to us. So voice your feelings. Don't ignore how you feel for anything or anyone. And also accept your own honesty. You have to be truthful about who you are and how you feel. That's being truthful to your sense of self. Remember, your sense of self is a part of you. They aren't two different people. They aren't separate. They work together. They intertwine with one another. And so you have to do what makes your sense of self stronger, more mature. This is your development. This is how you can progress through stages of development when you're able to accept your own honesty and claim it. Don't be ashamed of how you feel because of how the, it makes the other person feel. I would hope that the other person receives you and that they're willing to listen and they don't really become defensive about your honesty because you have to be in a relationship where you can be honest. You're not gonna agree all the time. This is a, a allyship, a friendship, a relationship. You know, anything that ends with a ship, you have to be honest. And sometimes that honesty isn't going to, to be happy all the time. Sometimes it's really about being honest. And so you have to accept your own honesty when doing so. You know, one thing you can really say is, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time and really need to talk. Are you in a place to listen right now is a great way to start it. Um, I really can't talk about that right now. It isn't the right time. That can be a little different, you know, a little difficult sometimes because you're you're saying, I can't talk about it right now. And that other person may want to talk about it right here, right now. 
It's not about their time, it's about yours. Remember, it's about your comfortability. Being comfortable, okay? You know, we wanna be comfortable. We want to listen to who we are, that sense of self. We don't want our abdomen to start shaking and we don't want to become anxious and nervous and worry. And, you know, we want to smooth sail through this. And so we have to do things that make us most comfortable. Being honest and communicating how you feel should be good enough. And sometimes when it's not, there are certain boundary violations that can occur. And those are the violations that allow us to to understand that this didn't go so well. And expect boundaries not to go so well sometimes. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes it's going to be really difficult in setting those boundaries um, because, again, it it may make the other person defensive. They may feel dismissed. They may even become hostile. I mean, this is friends or family. You have to really set the climate um, and still say what you need to say in tact, be tactful, be respectful, don't raise your voice, don't become, you know, aggressive, but be assertive in how you feel and just, again, own it. But some emotional boundary violations include dismissing and criticizing your feelings, asking questions that aren't appropriate for the relationship, or saying things that aren't appropriate for the relationship, reading or going through personal and emotional information, asking a person to justify their feelings, assuming we know how the other person feels, telling other people how they feel, emotionally dumping on people without their permission, and also sharing inappropriate emotional information with our children. So there's a lot of emotional boundary violations that we can have. So it's really important for us to make sure that those boundary violations don't occur and that we're honest about how we feel. We can always communicate that we're our intentions is not to hurt the other person, that we really want to just be who we are and just be honest with who we are. And so that's really important. So when you're doing boundaries, three key K takeaways is to own your feelings, to voice your feelings, and to also accept your own honesty. Those are three key K takeaways for setting boundaries. Again, it can be really hard Um, It's not an easy thing to do. I remember just with myself, sometimes, you know, I hold off on setting boundaries because I don't want to offend the other person. I don't want them to feel like I'm criticizing or dismissing them or belittling them. I don't want to come off like I'm some superior being. You know, there's so many things that we can think about, which is why we don't set boundaries. But when we know when it's coming from a healthy positive, respectful place, then it's important for us to really put ourselves first. And that's about our sense of of self. We owe that to who we are. We owe that to where we've been and we owe that to where we're going. And so when you think of personal growth and personal development, always think about boundaries because a lot of the times boundaries are the root of our stagnation. And a lot of times boundaries is exactly what we need to do. We just try and avoid it. 
because again, we're thinking about the other person and not ourselves. And we have to be comfortable in, in setting those boundaries. And so we're talking about emotional boundaries right now. And it can come with in a line with any relationship, but it's very possible. And if the person really cares for you, they'll understand. Even if they need some time to get used to the new you, which is in quotes, <laughs> the new you. Um, because if you've never done it before, it may appear like you're, you're being different because they're not used to it. But all you have to do is communicate and say, you know, this is just how I feel. I want to own my feelings. I'm telling you how I feel and I'm speaking my truth. And, you know, in a relationship, that's, that's what you do. We should be able to do that in a healthy relationship. And if not, then it's probably toxic. And we don't want that. We're all about healthy relationships, which is why we set healthy boundaries. So we'll talk more about boundaries. I mean, it's something that we all have to do. We have to set those limitations sometimes, and that's okay. I mean, it's all about our growth and making ourselves comfortable so we can move on and be comfortable and not have to be someone other than ourselves. That's the best way to go. That's the best way to be. So setting boundaries, emotional boundaries. Just own it and voice it and voice your own truth because we deserve to do that. So here's to setting boundaries. This is Self-Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da.